Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Who the hell are you? A remnant of a time long past. There has been an awakening. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. Have you felt it? Will it up, will it up, will it hear me clearly me, Winnie the Pooh, and don't forget to remember to stay tuned to the Riley and Kimmy Show. And don't forget to remember to keep on bouncing, says Tigger. <laughs> and we're bouncing on episode 433. I am your host, Patrick Riley. Right next to me is... Kimmy! I got one name! Kimmy! Welcome to this episode where we talk about a wide range of nerd items. That's what we're going to do here, Kimmy. Matter of fact, uh, some vintage movies we're going to be talking about, some current films. Also, one of your least favorite superhero movies is about to be remade, possibly. Now, what would be one of your least favorite superhero movies? Green Lantern. Ooh, Kimmy is right. We'll be talking about that. Let's just see how good she is right here. Maybe we can just speed right up and uh, we can go through a chapter or two here of the Riley and Kimmy show a little bit of a head. Who would be the actor that's being named, possibly being revealed to play the Green Lantern, Hal Jordan? I have no idea. Big name. Who would you want to see? Big name. Now, you know who... The Green Lantern is. Just take a look right up there on the second shelf, mm-hmm. right above your head. There is Hal Jordan. That mm-hmm. is the the classic look of Hal Jordan. Who, Hopefully not Chris Pratt. Who do you think it would be? Do you want? I didn't say hopefully who it's not. I don't know. There's nobody that Kimmy, that would draw Kimmy in to give this movie, this franchise, this character another try. I think there is. Really? I think you will be surprised and you'll go, oh, yeah. I, I do. I really do. I think you're going to you're gonna like who it possibly is. Okay. And we have that coming up here on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Now, before sitting down for episode 433, I had you watch a trailer for a brand new show that's on the horizon. There's all kinds of talk about it, and it is Daredevil. When I was a kid, I used to dream what it would be like to live somewhere far away from Hell's Kitchen. But I realized the city was a part of me. It was in my blood. And I would do anything to make it a better place. Good and evil. Sometimes the difference between the two is a sharp line. Sometimes it's a blur. Sometimes we have to do things outside of the law. We're gonna make a difference. I know it doesn't feel like it sometimes, but we are. You're blind, but you see so much. I hear things. You know what they call stuff like that? Gifts. I'm gonna train you. Use it. There are other ways to see. You still are left behind. I don't see the city anymore. Each breath you take is mine. There's only dark corners. 
What are you gonna do? Whatever it takes. We fight every night for something. When the sun sets, we're both the same. You and I have a lot in common. We're nothing alike. We can't go back for nothing. Take what you need, say everything. Another man's evil does not make you good. I respect your conviction. The lone man thinks he can make a difference. This darkness is the light. I'm just trying to make my city a better place. Maybe if he had an iron suit or a magic hammer. That would explain why you keep getting your asses handed to you. All right, that's the latest trailer for actually the really the best big look at uh, the new uh, Netflix TV series that's about to happen. 13 episodes, actually a, a big 13-hour movie is the way it's been uh, pitched. And that is Daredevil with Vincent D'Onofrio as King Ben. And I have a feeling that Kimmy, I, I don't know, do you like this one or not? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're not really that knowledgeable about uh, Daredevil, um, but is this intriguing to you? Mm-hmm. How's it rate so far with the other superhero shows that are on TV? Where are you putting this one next to? Like something that's kind of similar to. Mm, it's up there. Okay, is it similar to anybody? Has it got a feel, like a vibe of any of them? Or has it got something really distinctive of its own now, do you think? I think pretty distinctive. Okay, it doesn't remind you like maybe of a Gotham or more intense than a Gotham or I'm just giving an example or a shield or anything. Is, is there a feel there? I didn't know if there was. No. That came across to you now. There's a lot of Easter eggs that are in this thing, Marvel Easter eggs that are in this trailer. And of course, right at the very end was one was mentioning Thor and Iron Man is a little bit of a, you know, a wink and a nod as one of my old mentors would say, uh, which wasn't that obvious to me it was okay i didn't mind that mm-hmm. right there because that is tying all the universe together and that's one thing to understand that daredevil where he is is hell's kitchen is a nasty place i mean it's just it is it's hell and he deals with that world that corner that that little bitty area that is his that's what he's carved out for himself and that's where he fights and everything else but this other stuff going on in the marvel world does happen and that's why like that end thing is kind of cool because it ties all of them together you mm-hmm. know it brings them all in one big happy family a marvel universe cinematic universe um there's other ties in there you get to see the accident that makes Murdoch gifted, if you will, a mm-hmm. superhero. That is there, but it's fast. I mean, what we've seen, you see his father in his boxing days there. It's very, very quick. And you see his training as a child. And there's other things. Foggy Nelson, which is his law partner, uh, when they go into practice together, that's there real quick if you see it. I'm just trying to, off the top of my head, some of the items that are there. And of course, yes, it is a black outfit originally, but that is tying into the world of Frank Miller and his work on Daredevil way back. He did not kick off in that version in the either the black and yellow suit, like back in the uh, Silver Age, or the red suit, which everyone knows. But that is going to show up, the red suit. Mm-hmm. So... I'm really looking forward to this, and we have the trailer right on our website, and we also have all the Easter eggs, because I didn't mention them all, and that's available right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. Yeah, I there's from what I can see with the trailer, there's not a fault there at all. It's not one of those where I can nitpick, you know, because Daredevil is a big favorite of mine from the Silver Age, um, and right through to uh, Frank Miller's stuff. I love this character a lot, and I know some people won't name them, certain comic book, you know, owners that I know, I don't really care for Daredevil. They just never, 
this never got into the character, but I know that's about to change uh, with what's about to happen. I think there's going to be a lot of new fans and a lot of people who have no idea who the hell Daredevil is, mm-hmm. but uh, they, they will you know, enjoy it. And there's a rich history, by the way, of Daredevil also uh, teaming up with Spider-Man and other characters, and you can find these at your comic book shop. If you don't have one, go right to our website at RileyandKimmy.com, because the day this is uploaded is what day, Kimmy? Comic Book Day. That's right. Wednesday's Comic Book Day through uh, out the nation at comic book shops. So, hey, it's a great time to swing on by a comic book shop and say, hey, I want to find out more about Daredevil. You might want to go to Daredevil's Essentials. That is the reprints of the Silver Age and all the origin stories and all the things like that and have the you know all his uh, his villains and everything, all the history right there. The the downside is they are black and white, but it doesn't. The story's there. Everything is there. It's all compiled. It's all together. It's a great way to uh, catch up on things. And then if you see an issue where you're reading a story, you say, "Boy, I'd really like to have that back issue." And that way you can decide if you want to invest in that or not. And certain comic book shops do have, or go to a comic book show. There are so many that are around where you can find back issues. You'll be able to say, hey, I want this issue or that issue or that one from the Silver Age, the Bronze Age, or Modern Era. So if you'd like to find out more about a comic book shop in your area, write to our website, RileyandKimmy.com. Variety is reporting, Kimmy, that a certain movie is about to be done. They're going back in time a little bit to uh, in the vault of Disney to make something live action. Disney has announced that director Tim Burton, and they are getting back together again, and mm-hmm. they're about to touch something. Any idea what they would re they would look at? They would make from animation to live with Tim Burton. Now, as you know, he did Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. and that was a success. Made a ton of money. And we have Cinderella, which is opening up, uh, coming up this Friday as we upload this. It'll be this coming Friday. Getting very good reviews. Yes, expected to make a $60 million opening weekend at least. And they are in pre-production of Beauty and the Beast starring Emma Watson, Dan Stevens, and Luke Evans. Now, any idea maybe what they would do with Tim Burton, that is? Mm. Any, I- any idea? Mm-mm. Well, Disney has announced that they're going to give the keys to the Oscar-nominated filmmaker to do a live-action version of Dumbo. Really? Look out for Mr. Stork. He's got you on his list. And when he comes around, it's useless to resist. Remember those twin tuffets and the woman in the shoe. Maybe he's got his eye on you. Dumbo, the little elephant who was all ears. But gossips discover the scandalous truth about the new arrival. Have I got a trunk full of dirt? His mother goes wild. Socially, he was washed up. His only friend, a mouse. You know, lots of people with big ears are famous. Oh, oh boy. All we gotta do is build an act. Make your star. A headliner. Dumbo the Great. Walt Disney's Dumbo brings you a trainload of exciting new characters. Wild animals. Ferocious beasts. Thunderous pachyderms. Jungle giants. 
Casey Jr., the train with a personality. And believe it or not, the most delightful Disney sequence you've ever seen, the parade of the pink elephants. See Dumbo's magnificent fall to fame, the most sensational climax ever filmed. Whee! All right, Kimmy, have you ever seen Dumbo, the animated uh, film? No. Never? No. You and I have never seen that together when you subjected me to a bunch of Disney films. We sat no. down and watched classics, and we never seen it in a the theater together, right? No. All right, can you give me what year the original Dumbo film, the animated classic, is from? 49? Ooh, Kimmy's in the right decade, 1941. The only thing I have a problem with this so far is the person who is writing the script is Aaron Kruger, who wrote the last three Transformers movies. Ooh. Yeah. That could be kind of scary there. So when is this uh, scheduled to release? Well, there's not a release date. They just announced Tim Burton is the director. Wow. Now, Disney executives are very pleased with the script and wanted to quickly land an A-list director, probably want to start promoting it with the upcoming Cinderella film would be my guess, you know, okay. that they want to tie it in. I just hope it's not Johnny Depp as Dumbo. It's not, I don't know how they're going to do that, actually. I mean, I don't know how they can do this film live action. Mm-hmm. Do you? Mm-mm. Well, uh, you know, we got Planet of the Apes and... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so... I, I just... I, I just don't be dupping elephant ears, please. <laughs> I am. I have mixed feelings with this because I have seen Dumbo was the first movie I ever saw, and I remember that. Um, and well, it's actually the first movie my parents took me to. Uh, I should take that back. Not the first movie I ever saw. It was the first one they ever took me to. Uh, these didn't take me to films, and it was only a rare exception, like one, two, or, two or three films they ever took me to, and that was the first one they took me to in a very small movie theater in a very small town because I lived in a rural part of America. And we traveled about 25, 30, mi- no, 30 miles to this little town. This town was uh, under a 1,000 people. And they had a very small movie theater. And they were showing, I don't know why, they were showing Dumbo. And there was about 25 seats in this theater. That's all. Hmm. And we were the only people watching the thing. It was kind of cool. Wow. And that's my only memory of it and i always found dumbo very sad a very sad film mm-hmm. and one that i really just have no desire to really i appreciate it i acknowledge it but it just it struck me as a little kid as very very sad hmm. you know um but tim burton and disney things seem to work very well i did like the alice in wonderland thing and i did like depp in that by the way i thought he was fantastic as the mad hatter mm-hmm but yes, he, he definitely was. I have a feeling, Kimmy, it'll be an actual elephant. Okay. I, don't, I don't think somebody's going to be in the elephant suit. Okay. Although we do know some cosplayers that love to, you know, perform even in furry outfits and things like that. We can talk to one of them and say, hey, there might be some upcoming auditions for you. Yeah, it's just an idea. Now, staying in the world of Disney, Cinema Blend reports that Kenneth Branagh's Cinderella, that there are many elements immediately reminiscent of the Walt Disney animation film from what year, Kimmy, was Cinderella from? Oh, 69. 1950. But there is one interesting difference between the two movies. That is the animated one and this live action adaptation. Do you know what one of the differences is? No. Well, Kimmy, the new one is not a musical. Oh. Oh, yeah. While there is some singing in the feature, audiences will not 
be treated to new versions of this classic. Put them together and what have you got? Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Salagadoola menchikaboola bibbidi bobbidi boo. It'll do magic, believe it or not. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Yeah, that one won't be there or this one. It won't be there. This one won't be there either. Cinderella, Cinderella, night and day at Cinderella. Make the fire, make the breakfast, wash the dishes, do the boxes, and the sweepers, and the duckers. They always keep her hopping. She go around in circles till she's very, very dizzy. Still they holler, That's right, uh, none of that is in this upcoming Kenneth Branagh film at all. And there's a reason for that. Yes, they say there will be some fans, some hardcore fans that will be a little bit upset, but there's a reason, a blunt reason why it is not in the movie. The screenwriter was quoted as saying he simply couldn't work them into the aesthetic production that was being sought for. That's okay with me. (laughs) He says, quote, I don't know how to write that kind of thing, really. And I think that's something that for me, it's much easier to do that with an animated film. That's why many of Disney animated films are musicals with live action sort of getting into and out of those moments of song is really super tricky. In fact, the screenwriter added that the brief musical stuff that is included in the final cut of Cinderella wasn't actually included until very late in the production process. And he further confirmed that they started working on the project without notion of making the movie with multiple songs and dance numbers. He added, We were certainly referring to the 1950 version all of the time in terms of little elements and ideas and thoughts, but somehow I just couldn't get away with bippity-boppity-boo. If I could have, I would have. It's cool. I got nothing against it. It just didn't happen. So that is it. No no musical there. Mm. And I'm actually quite happy about that part. And, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing the mm-hmm. film. And actually, I hope this upcoming weekend uh, we go to the film. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I hope you will go to this one. Yes. I, I remember when the trailer came out way back uh, when, or the teaser trailer, and I was really looking forward to it then. And Kenneth Branagh, I think, is the, I hope he doesn't drop the ball here for me. I think he's perfect for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked his work on Thor and yes. so many other things. He's a brilliant, brilliant person. And I just, uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Now, sticking around with more Disney films, Kimmy. We got another one here. Something that kind of happened on a set. You're a pirate. Forgot one very important thing, mate. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. I think Kimmy uh, is looking ahead at the show notes. She's not supposed to because she brought up Johnny Depp. Well, we're going to talk about something that happened on Johnny Depp's set, Kimmy. According to Cineblend, while the fifth film in Johnny Depp's franchise, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, continues shooting off the Gold Coast of Australia, it seems that an uninvited cast member tried to sneak his way onto the set. Now, have you heard about this? No. No, apparently. That's because, you know what? The Riley and Kimmy show does their digging. Mm. Uh, that's right. You don't hear this on mainstream stuff. That's mm. right. Now, apparently, a yet-to-be-identified man dressed, apparently enough, as a pirate... It was not our friend, the professor, the cosplay. He has not been out of the country. I know that. Okay. He's safe. Well, the person dressed up as a pirate pulled a knife on security staff who would not let him enter the set. Oh, that's real smart. That's a great way to get into the set there. Mm. Now, that led to a police chase ending in a very un-pirate-like kind of place. It ended at Kmart. 
Mm. Yes. According to Australia's <laughs> Nine News, a wayward wannabe swashbuckler in full pirate outfit sporting a possibly fake parrot on his shoulder. Not sure if it was fake or if it was real right now as the story is uh, unfolding. Apparently attempted a more civil entry to the set. However, he quickly resorted to the alternative method of flicking a knife at the security staff at the entrance. And then the police manhunt began for for him. And security cameras eventually caught the fake pirate hiding inside a changing room at a local Kmart store. Okay. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Lies is set to hit theaters on July 7th, 2017. So, see, we get all the good news. Here. Wow. Yes, we keep you informed of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Don't hear that anywhere else. No. Yeah, that's why you got to... You got to bookmark the Riley and Kimmy show. That's RileyandKimmy.com and share with your friends. Say, hey, you never know what you're going to find on that show. They, they go all over the place. Now, Kimmy, it's time for us to move to what comic book movie is talking about. They're talking about something that's in Latino to review, where they talk about a Warner Brothers upcoming movie. Now, we kind of handed around here with what superhero movie you would didn't like mm. <laughs> in the past. And that movie just happened to be this one. By authority of the mystic guardians of the universe, on the far distant planet Oa, Al Jordan test pilot becomes the Green Lantern, a cosmic crusader whose magical power ring at his bidding accomplishes the impossible. In his continuing fight against interplanetary evil, Green Lantern, guardian of the galaxy. Actually, that 1967 cartoon... With Ted Knight doing the narration there was better than what I, in my opinion, than the film that Kibby was mm-hmm. talking about. What year, uh, I can't even remember the year. Uh, who was the actor who played uh, Hal Jordan? Ryan Reynolds? That's right. The new Deadpool, which I think he will do far better uh, than he did in uh, uh, Green Lantern. I'm not totally blaming him on that one. <laughs> I am not. I, I'm not. I don't totally blame him at all on that one. So I'm giving him a second chance or... Another chance with Deadpool. Anyhow, yeah, that movie, I just, I, I don't, anybody that likes Green Lantern, now I know somebody that does, I do, we know somebody, the commissioner at Smash Comics, David Corporant, loves Green Lantern. Mm. He thinks it's just a great film. And, you know, we went free to Green Lantern, courtesy of a comic book store in Central Florida. They invited us to it. It was a, uh, you know, advanced screening. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we went free, and I still didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I was like, give me money for sitting there. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, please. I, it was one of those I wanted to walk out of. Mm-hmm. But you're like, no, no, no. We were invited. You got to stay. So they are announcing that they are talking about rebooting Green Lantern. Now, question, Kimmy, who is on Warner Brothers' short list to be Green Lantern? Now, I want you to think of it this way. This is a person that they wanted possibly before with Ryan Reynolds, and they chose Ryan Reynolds over this actor. This actor has heat, and it's somebody I think you would like. Bradley Cooper? No. Hmm. <laughs> well, I hope it's not Chris Pratt, like I was saying before, because he's like going to be like in everything now. Yes, he's, he's going to be... going to be Indiana Jones. I heard right. he's going to be in Ghostbusters. Yeah, he's in Jurassic that. Park. Yes, that's true. So... But it's somebody I think you like far more huh. than him. It's somebody that almost caused you to go to the movie Into the Woods. You liked him in the trailer. Chris Pine? Chris Pine is possibly going to be Hal Jordan, the hmm. Green Lantern. Warner Brothers actually was dancing around with him prior to Ryan Reynolds. 
But now it looks like they are looking to bring him in. Now, hmm. the decision has not been finalized yet, but he is on the short list according to sources. Okay. So, you know, I kind of think that's kind of cool in a way. I can kind of see him as uh, the Lantern, and I'd love to hear him do the Green Lantern Oath. Now, can you do the Green Lantern Oath? Nope. In brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light! Yeah, the Lantern does have attitude. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And I'd love to hear him do that oath. I think it would be far superior than the at least two times that I remember that Ryan Reynolds uh, attempted to do that oath. I think he did it once when he was trying to figure out how to do the oath and then accidentally, or however, figured out the oath. And then when he's fighting Parallax, he, or yeah, that big cloud thing that you liked, Kimmy, uh, that wasn't really like Parallax in the comic books or the graphic novels, he does it again. I still think it would be cooler to hear Captain Kirk do it. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. Now let's move over to another form of, uh, well, entertainment here. Let's go into the world of cartoons. What culture has given us something? They have 10 surprisingly weird origins and inspirations of cartoon characters. And we have them all right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. I think you might be surprised at some of your uh, favorites from your past, Kimmy. Yeah. Actually, how they came to be. Casper, the friendly ghost, the friendliest ghost you know. Though grown-ups might look at him with fright, the children all love him so. He always says hello. And he's really glad to meet you, wherever he may go. He's kind to every living creature. Grown-ups don't understand why children love him the most. But kids all know that he loves them so. Casper the Friendly Ghost! All right, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Now, Kimmy, did you watch Casper the Friendly Ghost on any uh, television stations when you were growing up? Uh, Did anybody in the Chicagoland area uh, air Casper? think so now my uh out my cornfield land nobody did i never saw a single casper the friendly ghost uh cartoon that i'm aware of i you know by default because i was reading comic books at a very early age and people would find out i loved comic books i would end up with a casper comic book mm-hmm. and i think they had like these casper digest comic books they you know like they were mm. didn't they like mm-hmm. if i remember I right so like you see the the Archie comic books in the supermarkets to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they had those. Well, Casper has a totally grim origin behind the seemingly cute cartoon character. Though the reason behind his actual demise, yeah, think about it, he's dead. Mm-hmm. And I don't think most people realize that. And the movie uh, that was done, the live action one with Christina Ricci back in the 90s, actually deals with that. Mm-hmm. And I know some people are troubled by that, but to me, that is one of the most touching scenes of that film. Uh, when you actually kind of realize he's dead, a dead child, mm-hmm. and he finds his toys. And it, uh, it, I mean, it about made me cry back then. And mm. right now thinking about it, it just about does. Now, the reason behind his actual demise in the cartoons and stuff is, well, not really known. Now, in early showings of Casper, he is a dead child and tortured and unable to rest. This was disputed by Harvey Comics in the 1960s, who said that Casper was simply a ghost because his parents were already ghosts when they were married. (laughs) That's how the comics did it. Harvey took care of it. Now, the fact they originally showed him living beside his own headstone totally contradicts this in the cartoons, as well as in the episode There's Good Booze Tonight, in which he befriends a fox who gets killed and comes back as a ghost. 
That knowledge changes everything. Ghosts aren't just born from adult ghosts. Casper is definitely a dead child who is desperately lonely, always making at least one friend in every episode, yet finding himself alone again in the next. Mm. It's very sad. And mm. I still, you know, that, that movie... It's one I need to pick up on Blu-ray if it, you know, is available somewhere, maybe in a budget bin, because I still I like that film, mm-hmm. uh, the the live action version, um, and that, that it just hits you right there. You know, that's what this is really based on, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's really you know in the comic in the comic the Harvey comics. I don't think you you know you even all you think is Casper and hot stuff, right? Mm. That, that's about it. I pop by the Salem man. I pop by the Salem man. I walk to the finish because I eat my spinach. I pop by the Salem man. Well, Kimmy, would it surprise you that there's an actual person that Popeye is uh, based on? Hmm, yeah. Yes, there is. And it's tied to your home state, actually. Okay. Now, it's kind of amazing to me because your home state isn't exactly known for uh, people that are. Uh, sailors i mean uh right. you, don't, you don't have too many uh ships out there except on you know lake michigan mm-hmm. that's about it you know but to me you know popeye was a seaman you know he uh was cruising the seven seas mm-hmm. he wasn't stuck at lake michigan or anything was he no no well all these years we never knew that popeye was a real guy now the creator of the spinach loving sailor man L.Z. Seeger was born and raised in Chester, Illinois, where a well-known local man by the name of Frank Fiegel, nicknamed Rocky, lived. Now, Frank, or Rocky, was born in 1868 and lived as a bachelor until he died in 1947, and he was extremely handy with his fists. It is said that Rocky was the inspiration behind Popeye. He smoked a pipe, was toothless, and love to fight. Okay. Now, this is pretty much validated by the fact that Seeger used to send Frank regular checks until his death in 1938. Hmm. So he's actually based on a real guy. Hmm. That's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. How about olive oil? No, I... Ooh, what? Ooh, what could have inspired olive oil? I don't know. That's kind of scary right there. Mm-hmm. Olive oil is always scary to me. Now, I'm not a big Popeye fan at all. And I'm definitely not Popeye the movie live action. That's one of those live action ones that just, they should have left it where it was. Left it on the panels, man. Left it in the animated world. That just, if I could, you know, if I got to hold that TARDIS, that's one of them I'm going to stop. Mm. Say, don't do this picture. I'll, I'll convince them somehow. But you know what, Kimmy? We got more cartoon things that you can find out the origins, the inspirations, right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And if you go right there, you can find out which cartoon character literally is named after a lump of dung. Any, oh? Oh, yes. Oh, oh my. Oh, oh my. <laughs> a lump of excrement. I do not know. Yes, a cartoon character is named after a lump of excrement, and you can find out who is named after dung. And that's right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Be sure to tell your friends. You can find all kinds of things. You're looking at me like I'm insane. Uh, Thank you, Kimmy. You can find all kinds of things right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. We're updated around the clock with nerd information. And it's superheroes, fantasy, horror, cosplay, all kinds of things that are pop culture, all escapism. And you can find that right on our website. Also links to social media. If you friend, follow, like us, we do the same right back with you. It's the end. The end of the path I started us on. Nothing lasts forever. Find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com.
LuckyLandSlots.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.